What's up, guys? Evolution.org podcast coming your way. Steve Smee here. Rick, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? All right, guys. So we have another compound episode for you. All of the even numbers are going to be compounds. So this time we're going to talk about one of the most unique steroids out there, primobolin. And primobolin is um, a really fascinating compound, guys. Um, the chemical name is methanolin. Methanolone. Uh, so it's M-E-T-H-E-N-O-L-O-N-E. So um, listen, one of the most popular cutting steroids of all time. What I personally like about it is it's mild. It's got mild side effects. You really won't feel much on it in terms of side effects. It's got a very mild anabolic property to it. It's really good, guys, for cutting. If you're a lean guy, if you got lean muscle mass and you want to take something that's going to kind of give you this polished look, this cut look, it's really, really a cool steroid to use. Um, it's, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, from all the people I've talked to, interviewed on these podcasts over the years, the guys who were in the know back in the 70s and 80s, who knew the coaches, who knew a lot of these pros, they were pretty, pretty confident that Arnold's favorite steroid was Prima Bowl. And so we're going to get into all that on this podcast and uh, talk to you about how best you can utilize it. So of course there's two versions of Primabolin. You have the injectable, which I personally recommend, and you have the oral, which is a very mild, mild, mild way to take Primabolin, not something I recommend. So Rick, I'm going to bring you in here. You want to talk about kind of the history of dating back to post-World War II? Yeah, so primobolin is part of those steroids that was uh, developed and released around the golden era. So uh, it was first um, discovered around 1960, and uh, they really started to be sold to the public around 1962. So at first, it was produced and marketed by the pharmaceutical company Squibb under the brand name Nabal. Um, it's spelled N-I-B-A-L, if you guys want to uh, look it up, Nabal Depot. And it was just an injectable version. Then the rights were sold to Schering, and Schering is a pharmaceutical company out of uh, West Germany, and uh, Schering renamed the steroid uh, Primobolin, which is the name that everybody knows. Um, so now, Schering never really made Primobolin uh, available in the USA, and uh, the Nabal brand was, uh, was discontinued eventually. So um, the American market kind of lost Primobolin for, for a while, but a lot of people were still getting it uh, from Europe. It was uh, shipped in and you know, smuggled in. So it's, uh, you know, Primo Bolin has always been known and associated with uh, European uh, bodybuilders. It is also rumored that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, loved Primo Bolin, one of his favorite steroids. Uh, it's about it for the history. It's a very, very short history on it. Yeah, so when Arnold reached his peak, of course, it was in the 70s, and he was winning, you know, Mr. Olympia after Mr. Olympia. Then he came back, won Mr. Olympia again, um, I believe back in 1980. So he was killing it in the early to mid-70s, took a, a couple years off, then came back, and, and of course he won again. Um, and a lot of people said it was a popularity contest. But during the 70s and late 60s, Arnold, it was, um, based on the people I've talked to, his Favorite was Prima Bowling, like I said earlier. And what he would do since Prima Bowling came in amps, um, they'd come in 100 milligram amps per milliliter. He'd basically take one amp a day. So he'd be taking 100 milligrams a day. Um, so 
that was what his thing. And he put in a little D ball with it. Um, maybe five, 10, maybe 15 milligrams of D ball to give it a little anergenic kick. And that's what he used. That's what Arnold used. So he was using 700, 700 milligrams a week at the Primo and a little bit of D ball here and there just to give it a little kick. That's all. That's all those guys in the seventies would typically use. And that's all he needed. He had tremendous genetics. He had his diet on point. He had his workouts dialed in perfectly. And he was able to um, put together one of the best bodies uh, of all time. And um, obviously during the seventies, he was known as the best bodybuilder. So um, yeah, you know, let's talk about some of the medical uses, Rick. Um, Primo Bowen, um, you know, one of the things I'll let Rick jump in, but one of the interesting things that I've read about Primo Bowen is some of these uh, HIV AIDS doctors around the world have literally begged governments to legalize Primo Bowen because it's such an effective steroid to prevent muscle wasting with limited, very limited side effects. And it's also really, really good uh, for, the, for the immune system. So they've really been pushing to get it legalized. And, and currently in the United States, it's, it's, it's not FDA approved. So um, even if steroids were magically legalized tomorrow, you still wouldn't be able to legally purchase Prima Bolin because it's not approved. So um, you'd still have to basically either import it or you'd have to buy underground Prima Bolin. So it's, it's really, really fascinating uh, the, the way Prima Bolin is today. So Rick, tell us about the other medical uses of Prima Bolin. So uh, just like Anabar, Primo Bolin is, is pretty mild. So uh, it has been uh, prescribed to, to women before. It's been used for AIDS uh, and just other kind of related, related uh, wasting diseases, uh, osteoporosis, uh, growth problems in children. Uh, yeah, and like, and like you mentioned, Steve, one of the huge medical benefits of it is that it stimulates your uh, immune system stimulates your immune system and it does help in the treatment of certain infections. Also funny enough, I ran across some information where it seems uh, Primo Bolin has been used uh, to treat gynecomastia, which uh, seems pretty, uh, pretty interesting, but uh, it, it has been uh, um, back in the day uh, used to treat gyne gynecomastia. Just remember guys that Romacin um, or Imidex, uh, these are all pretty fairly new drugs. Uh, people were using steroids for decades before any of these really fancy antiestrogens came about. So people would have to do with what they had. Bodybuilders would, would use what they had. And Primo Bolin, also Masteron, just a couple of uh, steroids that people used when they had a, a gynecomastia problem. Yeah, so that, that would explain why the bodybuilders back in the 70s, 60s, 70s, and 80s love Primo Bolin so much. And um, it's not really well understood back then. Um, guys would be basically using aromatizing compounds. Like they'd use a bunch of D-bowl and they'd get bitch tits. And, you know, um, it wasn't really understood back then why that was happening. But when they use Primo Bowl and a bunch of Primo Bowl and very, very, very little D-bowl, they wouldn't have to worry about the bitch tits. So that's what they rolled with, guys. It was a lot of trial and error. Um, and the guys who were in the know were in the know back then. There was a lot of secret stuff, you know, talked about. And maybe some guy like Arnold, who's actually an extremely intelligent person. I know he plays stupid people in movies. That's just the dumb bodybuilder stereotype. But in actuality, he's an extremely intelligent guy. This is a guy who won two terms for governor in California. And, you know, this is a guy who's been, um, you know, a very, very successful businessman and, and all that. So, he knew what he was doing. 
And some of the smartest bodybuilders at that time were able to take advantage of Primo Bowl. And so it's excellent. Now, if we turn up to the history, Rick, to today, um, I've noticed the trend. A lot of guys, especially on forums, when you say Primo Bowling, they think it's a waste. They say it's too expensive. They say it's weak. They say it doesn't do anything. They say it's for females. And, you know, that was, that's a perfect example of the difference between the golden age physiques and the physiques of today, because that is kind of true. If you're looking to be, you know, a Mr. Olympia today, you're not going to take Primo Bowl and you're going to take Trenbolone. You're going to take testosterone. You're going to take the big, you're going to open up the big guns. You're not going to be on the Primo Bowling train. So I've noticed that lately. And a lot of guys disrespect Primo Bowling because of it, it, it due to its cost and due to it being weak in nature. Is that something you've noticed too, Rick, over the years on, on forums? Or am I, um, am I off? Well, Primo Bowling is uh, faked a lot. It's very hard to find legitimate Primo Bowling. So, of course, uh, a lot of guys have uh, started walking away from it because it's so hard to find legitimate, legitimate Primo. Uh, and most of the times you're going to get, you're going to get screwed. Well, you could get legitimate Primo. You know, amps from sharing is extremely popular. I loved Primo. My first uh, uh, cycle, uh, um, I wanted to use Primo Ball. And it was always a popular steroid among steroid users. Just recently, it's been so hard to get legitimate versions of it. Uh, a lot of guys don't like it anymore. All right, guys. So let's talk about the structure. Believe it or not, it is a DHT derivative. So it's a dihydrotestosterone derivative. It's got a double bond between carbon atoms one and two. So it increases the anabolic potential of the hormone by adding stability to the three keto group. So both versions of primobolin, uh, the oral and the injectable, are partly protected against the first liver pass. And that's because it has a one methyl group that is added to the structure. Um, so, you know, primobolin is not going to bother your liver, whether you take it orally or injectable. Um, you know, listen, the anabolic energetic effects of Primo, they're, it's mild. Um, that's the way it's structured. It's not one of those things you take and you get tons of, you, know, you gain 10, 20 pounds. It's not something you take and get tons of aggression. It's not even something you take and get a boost in strength. So that's another reason guys are like, ah, this is crap. I'm paying all this money for something and my bench is barely going up on it. That's not what Primo Bolin is going to do. I've used Primo Bolin. Um, I'll tell you, um, you're not going to get tremendous blow out of the water results on it. But what you are going to get is if you look at yourself from week one to week 12 and um, in the mirror, you will notice a sub subtle difference. You're looking more cut. You got mild strength gains. You've got mild results, guys, lean muscle mass, no water retention on it. Remember, it's a DHT derivative. It's not going to add any water. Just it's perfect. If you're like eight, nine, 10% body fat, Go on it, guys. Have a good diet. Bust your ass in the in the weight room. You're gonna love this stuff. Um, you know it's tremendous. So um, you know, Rick, what'd you notice taking it? Well, Primo Bolin is uh, probably the best recomposition steroid. If you want to take a steroid that's going to just kind of help you make that shift where you can burn body fat and put on muscle mass at the same time, Primo Bolin would be the one to do it. As a matter of fact, Primo Bolin was known to help guys put on lean mass, even on a caloric uh, restricted diet. 
which is pretty rare for most steroids, you know, to have a steroid that's actually going to build mass, a muscle mass, while you're, you're in a caloric deficit and, and, burning, and burning body fat. Primo Bolin's the only one that's been known to do that, and guys know that it does that. Like Steve said, it's very mild. The side effects are almost non-existent, to be quite honest. Women who use Primo Bolin could uh, shed a, a good bit of hair. It is a DHT derivative. But for the most part, it's very, it's free from side effects. We'll put on lean mass, even while you're cutting fat. It's just an all around uh, great steroid. Only real drawback with it is, uh, you know, it's hard to find legitimate versions of it because it is so, such an expensive steroid. All right, guys. So let's talk really quick about uh, Primavol and Oral. Um, I mentioned earlier, it, it's, it's not liver toxic. Um, it does have that. It's that it's structured though, where it's going to protect, where it's not going to get destroyed by the first liver pass, like a typical C17 alpha alkated oral. So um, unfortunately, you're only going to get a little bit of the active substance that makes it in your bloodstream. So that's why I don't recommend the oral version, at least for men. Now, women, you can take the oral. That's okay because you don't need that much, you know, steroids anyway. But men, I really recommend the injectable. So what you're going to find in the injectable today is most of the time, I'm talking about 90% of the time uh, and, and even 100% of the time with certain um, sources, you're going to find the ethanate ester. Um, but, and this explains why Arnold was using it, 100 milligrams a day, he was taking one amp of it, is because in those days, they actually had acetate ester uh, associated with Primobol. And so that actually was the most popular type of primavolin up until the early 90s. And the short-acting ester um, that came with it was why they would inject it once every day. Um, so that would, that would explain that situation. Um, but today, guys, it's mostly the NFA ester. So what I recommend is twice a week injections if you're doing you know, a 10 to 14-week cycle. Um, you can run primavolin pretty aggressively because it has low side effects. I've seen guys run it anywhere from 400 to 500 milligrams, and I've seen guys run it even six to 800 milligrams. So, you know, I'm, I'm a less is better type of guy. So for me, I like to kind of split the difference, five, 600 milligrams a week, a Primo Bolin will really do a good job for you. Um, and the problem, another problem with Primo Bolin too, is it most of the time, I'd say 80, 90% of the time comes in only 100 milligram per milliliter. So each mil, uh, cc of primobolin that you're injecting is only 100 milligrams. So it's a lot of injecting. Some underground labs, I've seen 200 milligrams a milliliter. But you're not going to find anything more than that because one of the big downsides of injectable primobolin, and Rick, I'm sure you'll confirm this, is that primobolin has really, really bad post-injection pain. So when you inject this stuff, it isn't like injecting mortar oil. Um, I can remember I injected it. I was injecting three cc's of it into my shoulder because I was sick and tired of doing all these injections because since, since it's 100 milligrams a milliliter. So I injected it, and after the injection, I was on the ground in agony. It hurt so fucking much. And I'll tell you, my shoulder was sore for like four days after that. So what I found to work for me was injecting just a very small amount, only one CC and then mixing it in with another steroid. So that would, 
you know, bring in the case to stack some testosterone with it, a long ester tes testosterone. This way you can mix in maybe half a cc of the testosterone with the one cc of primavolin, shake it up on the syringe, and now you can go ahead and inject it, and hopefully it'll be less post-injection pain. Did you notice that as well, Rick, with the, with the PIP? Yeah, actually, it, it's burned a, a bit, um, burned more than testosterone with the same ester which is a, a little bit surprising to me when I, when I first experienced it, but yeah, it will give you uh we'll give you that burning cessation in, in there. And I've worked with guys that have done as much as 800 uh, milligrams a week of this stuff. And the results are incredible. So it definitely is a good trade off uh, that injection pain for, for the results. Uh, so we talked about the side effects earlier, guys. Um, we talked, we dabbled in it, but let's kind of go over all of them. So it is a DHT derivative guys, but the way it's structured is interesting because um, it's a very mild compound. So the DHT side effects that you would typically, typically get on a really harsh DHT derivative, like Winstrol, for example, you're not going to get that with Primabol. You're not going to get the enlarged prostate too much. You're not going to get the loss of head hair too much. You're not going to get the other side effects that come with taking a DHT derivative. So that's, that's the beauty of it. And you're also not going to get the androgenic side effects, like the, the heart strain, um, the aggression, the acne, the oily skin, that sort of stuff. And then you're not going to get the estrogenic side effects that you would with other steroids, such as the gynecomastia, such as the water retention, the bloat, and uh, you know, the insomnia, and then the heart strain as well. So Primobolin is really good. If you want to avoid side effects, um, that is going to be your best option. If um, I tell a lot of my clients who are very, very prone to estrogen, um, who get gynecomastia just from running 150 or 200 milligrams a week of testosterone, they'll get gynecomastia symptoms. So I tell them, run Primo because you're not going to have to worry about that on Primo. So Primo is a good option for those of you in that situation. The one thing that Primo does do guys, just like all anabolic steroids is it will suppress you. It will shut you down. So what that means is when you take Primo Bolin, your pituitary glands are signaled to stop producing hormone. So you will definitely need a post-cycle therapy after Primo Bolin. Don't, don't think you don't. And I highly recommend you only run Primobolin up to 12 or 14 weeks. You see a lot of guys on forums who recommend 16, 18, 20 weeks. The problem with that is the longer you stay on any steroid, the longer it's going to be and the harder it's going to be to recover when you come off. So please do not do that, guys. Rome wasn't built overnight. Greece wasn't uh, built overnight. Take your time on this stuff, guys. There's no reason to to run it more than 12 weeks even. I would just stop it at 12 weeks. So what, you're leaving gains on the table, I don't care. You will get more gains in the long term if you keep your, your HPTA healthy than just um, abusing steroids in the short term. Yes, it will suppress you uh, like any steroid will, especially at the higher dosages. And It'll fool you the same way uh, Anabar does, where you're not feeling much side effects of anything, but it is doing, it is doing some damage if, if you misuse it and, and you abuse, uh, if you abuse the steroid. I think the biggest danger with Primo Bolin today is just getting fake stuff, just paying a bunch of money because you will get charged the money for it and just getting fake, fake stuff. If you have access to it and you can, get the amps uh, from sharing. I mean, get the legit stuff 
there's some guys in Europe that could still find it. It's not easy. And they're not, amps are not as easy to get through customs anymore, but you can't find them. It'll be a nice little, little amp. Uh, it'll have a piece of paper around it and it should have uh, yellow and red circles right at the head of the amp. If you want to make sure you got legit Primo, one of the things you want to do is just try to try to scratch the paint of the amp with your fingernail and you should not be able to do that. You have uh, some nice, really nice, neat uh, yellow and red circles right at the head of the amp that should not scratch off with your fingertips. And uh, as long as you could get your hands on legitimate Primo Bowling, you're going to be really, really happy. They're, they're guys that use Primo Bowling and just never used anything else because it's just such an effective steroid. Side effects are low. You know, there is some uh, injection pain, but not as bad. So, um, yeah, biggest danger with Primo Bowling, just – getting fake stuff and being charged for it because they will replace it with something else that won't be as effective or that might even uh, aromatize and, and cause you some, some gyno issues. So getting legit Primo, uh, it, it's probably the first place to start if you want to, if you want to dabble with it. All right, guys. So let's talk about dosages again. Like I said earlier, 400 to 800, I like to stick between five, 600 myself for men injectable um, women. If you're going to use the oral version a lot of females like to use the oral version. You're talking 50 to 75 milligrams per day. Um, and then if you want to use the injectable as a female, I would not run more than 100 milligrams per week. And, and really, I would, I would do closer to 50, to be honest with you. Uh, so women can, can use Primobolin if you are experienced and if you are like a true bodybuilder. Don't run Primobolin as a female you know, to lose weight or, or something like that. It's, it's really for people who only compete and, and are very, very high level. And some of you females that listen to this are uh, very, very high level athletes. So uh, Primo would be an option for you. But again, like Rick said, if you run Primo and it's fake, you're in deep trouble. Like let's say you're running 50 or hundred milligrams a week of Primo injectable or oral. And it's not really primo as a female. You can get yourself into deep shit. So I'm not sure what I'm not quite sure what to tell you on that. And um, you know I'm not quite sure. You better trust your source because I cannot imagine if a female were to run 100 milligrams or 75 milligrams of uh, anadrol or Dbol or something else or even Winstrol. Ugh, it would be a disaster. So um, you know that's that's a big time killer. So. In that respect, you know, maybe it's better just to avoid it, you know. So that's that's uh, that's something definitely to look at. Yeah, with females, uh, Primo will make them shed hair, definitely lose hair because it is a DHT derivative, more so than Winstrol. So um, I'll say it over and over again on this podcast. If you're a female, Anavar is really all you need. If you're a female and competing, uh, Anavar, some peptides. Maybe try SARMs, maybe a little winny. Primo's still not for you, not in my opinion, because as a female, you will, you will lose hair from Primo. It's number one side effect uh, for women from Primo Bowling. It also stays in your system if you get the anatate version. It stays in your system quite a long time. So if you begin to develop some side effects, you're still in for a ride for a few more days. And as far as dosages go, yeah, about 800 is, is the most that I've uh, worked with somebody doing. And they loved it, had great results on it. It, it is suppressive. Their testosterone levels uh, did take a, a dive. They were definitely suppressed from it. But besides that, not much else. Uh, 
this guy did a, a great recomposition with with primo bowling dropped about four or five percent um body fat in just a matter of a couple of months i mean just looked incredible just made a, a really sh a huge shift in the way he looked and yeah primo will be one of those steroids that'll build mass even on caloric deficits so yeah guys so you know, uh, the bottom line, guys, um, the lesson from this podcast, if you can find a legit, legit primo and um, sources out there, you got to do some digging to find a good quality source. If you find the, the legit primo, guys, uh, 600 milligrams a week, throw in a little test with it, give it a little kick. I mean, you're looking at a tremendous cycle. It's going to be an expensive cycle, but it's going to be a tremendous cycle. And, um, you know, at the end of the, the 12 weeks, you'll notice, you know, you're maybe are up a few pounds, but those few pounds are good, good mass. You're not going to blow up 10, 15 pounds of water and fat on it. So it's, it really is a tremendous steroid. If, if I could pick one steroid to run, if I, you know, had a gun to my head and they said, you know what, you're only allowed to run one steroid the rest of your life or we're going to kill you. I'd be like, Give me Primo, <laughs> you know, Primo's, um, you know, same here. Tremendous. Yeah, I agree. Just because just because I, I like if you like the 70s look of the golden age of bodybuilding, if you like that look, then that's for you. But if you like the today look of the Mr. Olympia 300 pound monsters, then Primo is not for you. If you're a power lifter and you want to break your all time PRs and strength, Primo is not for you. But if you like the 70s look, the early 80s look, Primo is something that that you're going to really, really enjoy. And, um, you know, so let's talk about some of the stacks, Rick. I'm curious to hear your opinion on the stacks. Uh, my favorite stack of Primo, like I said, 600 milligrams, a little bit of test, maybe 125, 150 milligrams of test, long ester, mix them together in the same syringe, so it's less pip. You'd also do a little D-bowl with the Primo, like Arnold style of, um, of cycling. Um, another option for you too, HGH. You can throw in like two, two and a half, three IUs of HGH a day with the, with the Primo. And that would um, help boost the fat loss. That would help boost the um, immune effect. That would help boost some of your other um, lean muscle mass on it. If you can afford to do that, that's another good option with Primo. Um, you don't really need to stack Primo with a mild compound because it's already mild. So stacking Anavar with it or stacking T-Bowl with it, I don't see the point in doing that. But I know some guys do it. Um, instead of doing that, it would probably make more sense just to up your Primo dose a little bit. I mean, that would make more sense to me than, than just adding a mild steroid after mild steroid after mild steroid. So, you know, that's that's how I like to run it. Rick, what's your opinion on um, some of the options guys have to run it? Let's say someone was competing in, uh, for physique and they wanted to run Primo. How would you tell them to run it? And what's your opinion otherwise? If you're in a mass gaining phase and you're using Primo Bolin, uh, Dianabol, testosterone, race stacks with it. Uh, Primo Dianabol was the rumor to be Arnold's uh, favorite uh, combination, correct? So that, that's a great combination. If you're looking to uh, drop body fat to lean up, Primo Bolin and Anavar, it's a no-brainer. You can also throw in some Primo Bolin and Winstrol, even, but even as a guy, I'd be a little bit afraid of knocking my hair out too, too badly with both of those at the same time. But Primo Bolin, Turinabol, Primo Bolin, Anavar, uh, very, very good uh, compounds, very good stacks for, for, for losing weight um, and for getting shredded. Uh, Primo Bolin testosterone 
it's just a great combination. I like testosterone. It goes great with everything, in my opinion. And like we've discussed before, the side effects on testosterone are pretty simple and easy to mitigate. So even if you're trying to get leaner and you don't want to uh, gain, get some, uh, some water retention from testosterone aromatizing, you can always do a little bit of uh, aromasin along with uh, testosterone and be fine. Primo Ballin. So those are just the, I mean, look, Primo Ballin, testosterone and equipoise. Great stack as well. Uh, you could do Primo Ballin and, and Trembolone. Great stack as well. Uh, Primo Ballin, testosterone, Trembolone, and maybe a little bit of a kickstart with Anabar or Terinable. Great, uh, great uh, stack as well. And it, look, if you can find legitimate Primo Ballin and you have the cash to spend, I would just do straight Primo Ballin, seven, 800 mix a week. Maybe a little bit of testosterone in there, a little testosterone base if you're an old, older guy a little bit uh, with some anti-ease, and you're good to go. I mean, ideally, look, Primo Bolin, except for the fact that it is faked so much and except for the fact that you can, it's almost impossible to find legitimate versions of it now. Except for that, it's probably close to the perfect steroid for any guy out there looking to just gain hard, solid mass that you're able to keep after the cycle while you're dropping body fat. It really is, it really is the perfect uh, recomposition steroid if you're trying to make a shift and do both things at once. And like Steve mentioned, it's permanent mass. You know, if you gain five pounds on that primo bowling cycle, you get 10 pounds on, on that primo bowling cycle. It is not going to be hard to keep that at all. Just make sure you cycle off properly. HG generate, make sure uh, HG generate ES if you're an older guy. And cycle off properly and you will be able to hold on to that mass uh no problem not the same thing can be said when you make dianable gains equipoise gains even some testosterone gains it just it's different primo ball and the gains are coming slower but they're way more permanent they're way easier to hold on to wouldn't you agree absolutely um it's it's true out of any situation, guys. When you have fast gains, everyone wants fast gains, okay? Especially these days. We live in a society where, you know, we're a victim of our own success when it comes to technology. Like back, you know, when I was younger, if you wanted information, you'd have to go to the library, check out a couple books, take them home, read them. Then you go back, you get a couple more books. Now you just go on Google, Google everything, and you get information instantly. If you want to know the score of the game, now you can just go pull up on your phone, on your iPhone, and follow the game right on your iPhone. When I was a kid, if I wanted to know the score of the game, I had to wait till the next day for the newspaper to come out. Then I have to go on there. Uh, we didn't even have ESPN when I was a kid. ESPN didn't even really exist yet. So um, I didn't even have cable as a kid. So, I mean, things have changed now, guys. Everyone's fast results. But if you want to stay patient, if you want to build, build your body over the long term, you know, running the more conservative steroids makes a lot of sense. So um, that's an option for you guys. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about some aggressive steroids. We've talked about Trembolone. Um, you know, we'll talk about steroids like Primabolone. So we'll let you guys decide what you like better. Anything else to add, Rick, before uh, we finish? Um, I think we covered most of it. Yeah, Primabolone is a great steroid. Um, just uh, try to find a legitimate version of it if you can get the human grade version of it get it if i had it available to me human grade it would be what i would use but in my personal situation i can get testosterone human grade i get equipoise veterinarian grade and that's what i stick to 
Uh, I'll admit I have a little bit of a stash of uh, some methylated uh, pro-hormones from back in the day. And I'll indulge in some of those once in a while with some Entugar to keep my liver safe. But Primovolin would be right in there if I could just find a good, legitimate plug for it. Uh, maybe somebody in Europe is listening to the podcast and can uh, hit me up. But it, I mean, it would be, it would be one of my go-to uh, compounds if I could just get it um, legitimately. So, I mean, that's, that's my last thought on it now that we did the podcast on it. And I remember how, how awesome it was using Primo Bolin in the early 2000s and just incredible results I got from it and felt great on it. No side effects. I mean, it was just an awesome steroid. It's just that, that one issue uh, we have today. It's, it's very hard to, to get legitimate stuff nowadays. All right, guys, listen, we appreciate you listening to the show, guys. Remember, the even podcasts are going to be compounds. The odds are going to be your Q&A. So listen to the next Q&A. It's going to be a really fun one. For Steve Smee and Rick, appreciate you guys listening. Have a good one. Hey, have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.